Hello, welcome to Alternate Take Reviews. It's a podcast run by our film page Alternate Take. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram. On Facebook, we are at www.facebook.com slash alternate take one to three. On Instagram, you can find us by searching underscore alternate take underscore. This review is available in written format on our Medium page www.medium.com slash alternate take. So let's get started with today's review. Back in 2018, Mike Flanagan delivered arguably the biggest word-of-mouth sensation of that year with The Haunting of Hill House, but the second installment of The Haunting series, which dropped last week on Netflix, is completely pulled apart from its sister story. Adapted from James Novella's The Turn of the Screw, this installment of the popularity series is strikingly different from the common run-of-the-mill horror stories as the main backbone of the story lies in the complexities of human emotions and experimental storytelling. The series doesn't employ the well-known cliché tropes used in horror films and much like its predecessor pays more attention to the, in- to the human angle of these supernatural stories. This nine-episodic series is set in the Bly County of 1980s England where love and relationships in their different manifestations haunt the residents of the manor. The series is very ambitious in its treatment and idea, but to its main discredit, takes a lot of time to finally set up the story. We at first meet Danny, the au pair who has come to England to run away from her troubled past, and she manages to get a job where she's assigned to take care of two recently orphaned children, Miles and Flora. The series leaves a lot of loose threads hanging at the beginning and takes a long time to gather all these threads, much to the frustration of the viewers. The manor is populated by a lot of misfortunes and deaths. The three characters and the other members of the house, namely the cook, the gardener and the housekeeper, are equally pivotal to the progress of the script. A sense of poetic solitude looms at large over the whole story, which quite easily blends with its setting of a secluded yet beautiful manner. The series focuses largely on the original story and pays lesser heed to the quintessential ghost aspect of the series, even though the supernatural creatures are at plenty and they quite frequently make their presence felt. We get a first-hand view of the horrifying everyday life that the children live in the house and the creator has done a commendable job by not distracting us from the main story. This series is not about the thrill or surprise that we generally associate with this genre, but it is about the acceptance, familiar mundaneness and selfless care. The main highlights of the series are its narrative and its different themes. The series quite expertly juggles between the different narratives and timelines, which will probably leave you scratching your head in some episodes. The series is crowded with numerous subplots, but it never feels overcrowded, and every subplot is given enough time and sometimes more than required to mature and in the process sometimes test your patience. 
the voiceover which is narrating the story doesn't match the mood and aesthetic of the series and somewhat feels inorganic and out of place. The screenplay, which isn't that engaging at the beginning of the series, slowly gathers pace and you're sure to be rewarded later on. The main theme which the series deals with is that it is our loved ones that haunt us, it's their love towards us that haunt us. The series at large explores the idea of love through different viewpoints and different bonds. It addresses the age-old conversation regarding how the memories of the people who have left us still haunt us and pain us. The characters have developed habitual familiarity and normalcy with the existence of the course and learn to live with them similarly as they have slowly learned to live with their troubled past. The show also explores the theme of the unending cycle of life and existentialism. The cage that we have built around ourselves with worldly possessions is the sole cause of why we are trapped in this unending cycle of suffering. The theme of love is perhaps the strongest point of the series, with longing, tenderness and compassion flowing a strong undercurrent, giving the story the much-needed human touch. The series tries and to some extent creates an environment of gothic romance. It is so refreshing for once to see a series of this genre venturing in these terrains. The hosts in this series are strikingly different from each other and none are evil, with each of them trapped in this maze of afterlife, some willingly and others to the utter misfortune. Some of them are peaceful and tired to be walking this endless road leading to a void and have receded to a state of passiveness owing to probably hundreds of failed attempts to escape from this maze, while some whose memories and sense of individuality have long faded are still driving towards an unknown goal with a sense of routine and industrial effort to attain something about which probably they have no idea now. The background score and production design of the series are quite commendable, and for a series of this kind which derives a lot from its atmosphere, this aspect was crucial. The ensemble cast comprising of Flanagan regulars delivers solid performances. The, cho- to- the two child actors, Emily B. Smith and Benjamin Even Ensworth, are just perfectly splendid, period. There has been a lot of discussion and praises around the performance of Victoria Pedretti, who has a resting face of sadness, but I found her quite average and bland in some scenes, especially when she was pitted against the exceptional cast. Flanagan regulars like Kate Segal, Henry Thomas, and Oliver Jackson Cohen each deliver strong performances. But the two actors who stand out are Tanya Miller and Rahul Kohli, who look at ease and play their role with a lot of confidence and charisma, respectively. All in all, the series is a great attempt in the right direction. Though the series might disappoint horror fans and might test your patience for the longest time, this series is a living proof of how unexplored the genre of horror with its multiple facets is, and I for once can't wait for what Flanagan does next in this experimental front.